It's your boy Rabino. And this DJ Erm in the building. And you listen to the Up and Up podcast. Yeah. Wait, what are we doing? I don't know. Just listen. Yes, 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 yes. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What it do, what it do. Ladies and gentlemen, you're tuning to the Up and Up podcast on the Up and Up Network. I'm your host, Rabino. And I'm DJ Erm. How you doing, man? I'm good, bro. How you doing? I'm good, man. You know me, man. Grateful, right? What's my attitude? Gratitude. Come on, yeah. man. Come on. Everybody know that, right? <laughs> definitely, man. Nah, definitely, man. Blessed, you know, grateful to be here, man. It's, it's an honor. It's a pleasure. Um, and if this is your first time tuning in, as I stated, this is the Up and Up podcast. This is the podcast where we're focused on cultivating culture, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we do that by providing amazing stories of individuals, groups, right? Movements, um, people who are taking up space, right? Yes, in various different industries, making a way for themselves, those of us who are here and as well as those coming from behind, right? The, mm-hmm. ne- the next generation, right? Yep, yeah. Um, I definitely want to make sure we're shouting out the family members, right? We always, always. always got to show love to the family, man, right? Mm-hmm. The, the consistent listeners, viewers, supporters, right? Yep. It's, it's, it is what it is, right? It or is it is what, what it was. was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, shout out to y'all. Thank you for the support. We, we appreciate you. We love you. And if this is your first time tuning in, welcome to the family, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm feeling good, man. Sun's out. Right, oh, you're, yeah. the guns out. You got the guns out. Man, right, hopefully. You, you just got a compliment earlier about yeah. how buff you were. Right, yeah, I know, man. You know, yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but man, staying on the staying on the topic of strength, right? Mm-hmm. Since we're, since we're talking about how buff you are, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, our strong point here at the show is obviously storytelling, right? Yep. And uh, we always want to make sure we're providing our audience with with a, with a story that's going to uplift us, inspire us, motivate us to get to the next day, the next move, right? The next play. And um, today's guest, I would say someone who um, I would say has a passion for uplifting and and pouring back into her community. Um, And she's doing so in an honest and truthful way. Right. Um, She's definitely a true culture cultivator. Right. Mm -hmm. Who's keeping everything she's doing on the up and up. Mm -hmm. Um, A little bit of insight on the work she's been involved in. Um, She's a professional who spent a lot of time in the wellness and counseling space. Um, helping guide women and young girls in their pursuit to bettering themselves, right? Um, and most recently, she's actually been a participant and mentor in what's known as the Community Wellness Circles, uh, which is a program powered by the Seattle Cares Group and King County as well. Um, and they focus on assisting parents, especially mothers and female caregivers, right? Mm-hmm. And just helping them and guiding them through that process. And in addition, in addition to that, on top of that, right, um, in, in the many ways she's pouring in and, and been providing, she is also an author, right? Uh, yeah. A newly published and released book, Love, Sex, and Sorrow, which is available on Amazon Books for your reading pleasure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I said, there's just so many ways in which she's being truthful and honest and being able to pour into her community, and we're excited to connect, learn more about the journey, right, that she's been on and she's continuously building on. Uh, without further ado, man, let's just get straight to it. Our guest is none other than the one and only Tigas Bayane. Can we get a round of applause? Yeah. How you doing? How you doing? Doing good, thank you. A little nervous, but okay. Nervous? Oh, that's cool. Yeah. We gonna get them nerves out of here, man. That's cool. I'm still nervous too. Yeah, man. How you feeling? How, how's the day going? You feeling good? It's going good. Work, usual day. Gotta yeah. keep going. So yeah, you can't stop. I feel that. 
Can't stop, won't stop. Mm-hmm. That's stop, one. That's actually stop. one of my favorite quotes. Yeah. Can't mm-hmm. stop, won't stop. One day, bro. One day. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, speaking of quotes, um, I'm sure you're familiar. We always start every episode with a quote of the day. Um, so I'm gonna let Erm take that away. For those who don't know, I don't tell quotes up here. They don't let me. It's cool. I think something. Can't here stop, won't stop, bro. One day, don't worry. I got you. <laughs> what you got All for right. us, man? So the quote of the day today is: I don't define myself by my successes. I define myself by adversity and how I persevere. Mm. Who's that quote by? Uh, Shaquem Griffin. They used to play for the Seahawks. Okay. So, yeah. Hell yeah. I like that. Can you run that back one more time? Yeah, I got you. I knew you. I knew you. Usually I'll let him sit, but I want, can you run that back? Yeah, yeah. So the quote is, I don't define myself by my successes. I define myself by adversity and how I persevered. Mm. Yeah. That's real. Yep. That's real. That's a real one right there. Yeah. Um, now, and now Tiggis, um, obviously we, we focus on the journey, right. Um, and talking about people's journeys, but before we do that, um, and we're going to get into the book and, and, in which you just released, but I do kind of wanted to open up in terms of giving you a chance to shed light on, um, your perspective with the book, love, sex, and sorrow. Um, from your perspective, what can, what can you say people can expect from this book? Like what, what can they expect to like get out of it? Or I don't know, how would you want them to take that in? Well, I would say that you will definitely get um, a piece of my mind Mm -hmm. um, and how I kind of navigated through life Mm -hmm. a little bit, um, especially, um, you know, growing up African, you know, in Seattle. Mm -hmm. I mentioned certain spots in there, Mm -hmm. you know, like where we all used to hang out, grew up and just understanding Mm -hmm. the culture. Um, You also will see the people I run into as in different men. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's a lot of, like, um, mystery to each story. That's why I kept things um, pretty short. So mm-hmm. you can always want to know more mm-hmm. because there will be, like, a volume two okay. to describe each of these perspective these men yeah. that I was involved with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. kind of going deeper of exactly what all happened afterwards because mm-hmm. they all are connected after. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. For sure. Mm-hmm. You don't so. give them too much, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> and there's new new people. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, definitely. So you did talk about growing up in Seattle. Um, I just wanted you to kind of touch on your upbringing, how you grew up, what was it like, you know? Um, We grew up in the Vistas. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. everybody knew everybody. Yeah. Everybody, it was a small little community mm-hmm. Um, before now, what it looks like, so that's okay, though. Mm-hmm. And um, it was okay. I think, you know, we kind of how to adapt to the culture yeah. you know to the african-american culture even though we're african but the mm-hmm. african-american culture we had to adapt to it mm-hmm. you know getting asked so where are you from mm-hmm. yeah and wh- why do you smell like onions <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. Or yeah why is this <laughs> yeah. you know and then um even interacting with you know going in high school and stuff like that mm-hmm. you know so it was okay i mean you know like i said i think everybody kind of grew up together yeah, yeah. So we kind of have that respect, you know. That's why I say everybody's their cousin. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like a small that. city. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. You know. No, I, d- I definitely, I definitely feel like that. And I feel like, um, you know, as we get older, we look back on our upbringings and people we may have encountered, friends that we may have hung out with, things of that nature. And I think everything plays a role. Um, but for you, like, do you have like, can you look back and look at like maybe some pivotal influences that you had? that may have helped you just keep pushing without knowing in the moment. But when you look back, you're like, yo, that, that person, or maybe that family member, is there something like that for you? Yeah, I would say I had a, um, a really, I had a teacher in high school. I went Mm. to Franklin. Um, her name was, she'd probably go by Miss States now, Mm -hmm. but at the time it was Miss Hanusa. 
And uh, she was one bad white lady I knew. Like, mm-hmm. she was like, okay, if you guys are going to, you guys can have one high day in my class. Like, I know everybody's going to try this drug. Or, you know, she was just <laughs> open, but she understood the culture. Mm. And she wanted us to, like, not give up on applying to college. Mm-hmm. She was, um, she grew up not, with a lot of money, but she's like, I applied for financial aid, I applied for scholarships. So she will literally have um, meetings and try to set up with our family members mm. to apply for financial aid mm. mm-hmm. and be like, this is what it is, this is what it is. Mm. And then... Um, That's dope. Yeah, for it was, real. it was you know, and to see somebody not of color yeah. to kind of like help these yeah. kids, you yeah. know? Yeah, being hands-on. Yeah, you know, not I think just that, talking about it. Yeah, because I think especially like, you know, I definitely have someone like that, too, like, mm-hmm. in high school. Um, and it was a white, older white male. Mm-hmm. And he's just, like, was super hands-on with, like, yo, okay, I know you can do this, but you have to do this, this, and this. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's simple simple execution, but, it's you know, sometimes it takes someone, you know, reaching their hand out and saying, yo, let me help you with this. So Yeah, definitely. So um, what were you, like, interested in growing up? Um, nothing much. I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> it all came later. It all came later. It all came later. But yeah. I did like um. So I did. I okay. So I like to read, but I didn't like to read like like long history stuff. Yeah, yeah. I like to read like like real life or fantasy book. Like when I mentioned the whole coldest winter ever mm-hmm. or the whole mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. just like little books like that, like some real things that I could. That was probably the first book I ever finished. Mm. Now oh, that wow. I think about it, yeah. yeah. It was yeah. in health class. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and those that's when I knew, oh, okay, like the whole Sister Soldier and all that stuff. I knew, mm. okay, that's what I like. Yeah. That's what, but then um, as I got older and actually have to pay, you know, like, hold on, let me let me actually be realistic yeah. here on some yeah. things. Yeah. I wanted to know more about, like, history, mm-hmm. um, not just our African history, because, mm-hmm. you know, our parents already, like, put that in us every yeah, day mm-hmm, yeah. but i wanted to know african-american history and mm-hmm. even the asian culture yeah i mm-hmm. was curious about that a lot yeah. i noticed that yeah not th- and i think i think reading and what you read are two different things mm-hmm. right like people talk about i read i'm like but well, what are you reading i mm-hmm. think that's the most important thing and i think for a lot of us i mean me personally like i wasn't always i wasn't a reader either like i read mm-hmm. but i went looking for stuff that i wanted to read and i and, and it, it took some time for me to realize that there's actually really good books Mm-hmm. That I, I, but I had to be intentional about what I'm reading. Um, yeah, that's good. Yeah, no, I feel you, bro. Cause like even the stuff that I like to read, mm-hmm. I'll read it more than once. Yeah, yeah. Like I'll read it over and oh, over yeah. and yeah. over, and then there's just certain things I'm like, man. Yeah, they serve their purpose. You got to revisit. You got to revisit those. Now I do kind of want to touch on. We touched on earlier, but you know, you worked, you worked, and and work in kind of the counseling and wellness space, right? Um, I know you, you were a guidance counselor and, and you, you played that role, but I'm curious prior to getting into like that field, um, was there something that pushed you to say, yo, okay, I'm confident enough to be able to, to, to try to guide other people, um, um before you jumped into that? Honestly, no. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm being real, so I work also in healthcare. Okay. So a lot of, um, I do a lot of training, teach them a lot of things and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So a lot of them, they felt that. Um, I w- they were comfortable around me. Mm-hmm. And I noticed a lot of the people, because um, I'm an introvert. I'm also an expert. I'm like 50-50. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mm-hmm. like to be alone, mm-hmm. you know. I'm but then I also, like, I, I don't mind being out there, but I will go home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> like, I GPS. will go home. Yeah. Right. So I think I, I picked up, like, oh, okay, people are comfortable. And I could talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. One of my sisters always tell me, um, Tish, she'd be like, you could talk to a rock. 
<laughs> yeah. I won't talk to you because I'm just very, you know. Yeah. So I think that's when I knew. And then when I got into the um, wellness program, it actually was now that whole, you know, they say circle in life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I actually was applying for my oldest to get into a private school. Okay. And, you know, in private schools, you have to do these interviews. The parents have to do interviews. Yeah. Mm. And I was like, okay, whatever. So I'm doing this interview. And, you know, I was a black counselor dude. Hella dope, though. And he was like, oh, yeah, my daughter's your age and just going on and on. He then was like, man, you should uh, try this woman's wellness group. Okay. I think you'll be great, but you have to be invited. You have to know somebody to know somebody to get okay. in this okay. group. And it's mm. all black women. Yeah. So I was like, okay, whatever. Emails me. He's like, did, he get, did you get contacted? I was like, no. Mm-hmm. Hits up the dude again. And then... Um, Hits me up and was like, "Hey, they want to they want to invite you to one of the meetings." And I was blown away. Since then, these mm. women are sick. Mm-hmm. They are sick, sick. Mm-hmm. Like, I was, like the stuff they've been through and mm-hmm. how they're just like, wash their hands. Yeah. And then they bring in, they go into like Denny Middle School mm-hmm. and different schools, middle schools, and they bring in these um, African American girls and boys. They have men too, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and to uplift them and stuff. And I actually got interviewed. December for a gala at Lexington Hughes about our program. Wow. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. And that's when I knew, oh, okay. And then they approached me like, hey, we kind of want you to be one of our leaders. And mentor. And mentor and um, get these ladies on our calls. So wow. We do a virtual Zoom every once a week. Wow. No, that's powerful. Yeah. And, and, I, and I, you also um, worked as a guidance counselor too, right? Yeah, I did it with them. Okay. So they okay. got me like a, like a little test run to see, and I was like, I can't teach this yeah. kid nothing. Okay. But they yeah. didn't give me a kid. They gave me like a 23-year-old girl. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I'm like, what am I going to tell her? Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. And then I realized I literally saw me and her. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, you talk just like me. Mm-hmm. Or she thinks like how I would. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's, that's actually something I was curious about is like being, and you're a mother as well, and it's like being in a position where, your your people's go to person, um, while still balancing your own personal growth and development. Like, do you have advice and tips for maybe other women or mothers who are going through that, or currently in that space where that, you know, like you're someone's go to, but then you're like, well, I need to find my go to, or I need to figure out a balance for that. Yeah, I I still learn that every day though. Mm-hmm. I still try to, and what I have been doing lately is to set aside my time for myself. Sometimes I won't hang out with the girls, mm-hmm. um, you know, or I won't go out. Sometimes mm-hmm. I will just. Um, just be alone mm-hmm. in the house, mm-hmm. watch a movie, and, kinda, and just chill, and mm-hmm. really just like um, have my time to myself. Mm. And then I also, what I think is important for women and men who are single fathers, because there's a whole lot of I did not know, mm. set boundaries. Mm. And I had to set boundaries like, no, this is not going to be happening, mm. and this is what I'm going to be doing for myself. Got you, got you. Yeah. That's important. Yeah. yeah. Um. So. What's like your approach to like when you when you're first like assign somebody to like be a counselor to? So I actually was in a class about it, and mm-hmm. then like we had to like hook up the counselors with the kids, like who would be fit, you know. Mm-hmm. So we obviously do a thorough background check, and it's kind of like their energy, like how they will like you know like mush together, but not in. Sometimes it'll be opposite kids, mm-hmm. like op- like it'll be like a Rastafari dad yeah. a male figure with like a nerdy kid yeah like but then they actually teach each other a lot of things yeah 
it's yeah. it's dope. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of amazing. And then I think for me, it was kind of like I told you, my first test was a grown girl, and mm-hmm. I was like, how am I? But it actually helped me. Yeah, because mm-hmm. she might be that age, but she was stuck still inside mm. of like yeah. a teenager. What she was going mm. through. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's real work. You really yeah. gotta you gotta connect, mm-hmm. all right, to understand. And I think, like you said, it's not surface level. It's not what someone looks like on the outside. It's what it's what they're dealing with on the inside and what they're thinking, right? Yeah, that's big, man. That's that's dope. And um, I, I yeah, I just commend people who are in those positions because it's a lot. You know, you're taking on a lot, and especially from person to person, everybody's different, mm-hmm. right? So that's that's dope. Um, now now I did want to get into um, love, sex, and sorrow, right? The book, mm-hmm. right? Um, first off, I read it. I loved it. It's a I great read. It. Great read. Um, definitely kept you kept me on the edge of my seat. Um, but I did kind of want to get into the process of like saying, okay, it's time to write this book. Yeah. Right. Because mm-hmm. from me reading it, it seems like you've been writing this book for a long time without even knowing you were writing it. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, but but I guess what was that process like to fully commit and say, okay, I want to be an author now. Like, what was mm-hmm. that like, or how did that happen? So I had this. It it actually started as a therapy session. Okay. So after my whole incident, oh, after yeah. the whole incident happened, um, I the my this uh, the doctors like you need to go to therapy, you need to go to therapy, postpartum, da da da, well like PTSD something like that. Yeah. And I was like, all right, whatever, because you know I went to work after one week. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, yeah. yeah. And I still had you know stuff badge or whatever they were doing to me. <laughs> yeah, so like, so you're referring to the incident in terms yeah. of, uh, so, if you can explain a little bit. Yeah, so I was shot eight years ago, uh-huh. and um, after I was shot, I was engaged to this particular person, and, um, you know, things escalated, and I uh, was shot. Can't really say a lot yeah, due yeah. to, like, you know, yeah, he's yeah, still not available. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, but that's why it's in the book. So yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah, no, for sure, for sure. So yeah. uh, I started off as um, writing it as a therapy, and I always just had it in my laptop. Mm-hmm. And then I wanted to actually write something about. It, so I was ready. Um, this was eight years ago, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, I'm gonna write me a book. And I start getting all the stuff pieces together, but I knew mentally I wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. And then had my second kid. Keep going. I saw a life coach. And it was the same person who I saw uh, saw was for uh, my therapist. And um, therapy is very important, by the way. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 100%. She changed from therapist to a life coach. So mm. she kind of was guiding me about what's my next chapter going to look like. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Really. And having another black woman talking to me about it. It's powerful. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. So I had it in my laptop. And I, she was like, have you been writing? I was like, yeah, yeah, I've been writing. And she's like, what would you write about? I was like, I just wrote a story about what happened and she was just like okay so you should put it out there and I was like eh, whatever and she's also a Christian woman so she's like well you should pray about it and she made me like do homework reading all these bible scriptures mm-hmm. doing homework and stuff <laughs> yeah. I was like the hell this lady god damn I'm paying you how much <laughs> I'm paying you to I'm paying give me you you're gonna tell me to do homework when I get home yeah. so but you know what I had to learn about praying for other people in order for me to do this assignment mm. yeah so my good girlfriend wrote a children's book and she was like, T, 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 you should, you should write, you should write. My homeboy is dropping me off one day, and he goes, man, you've been through so much stuff. You should write a book. Mm. And I was like, oh, God damn. This is like, you know? Keeps recurring. Keep on, mm-hmm. keep on for like two weeks. Yeah. And I get something like a little TikTok. I didn't have TikTok at the time. I was like, what the hell is this? And he's showing me about how this girl did this book. 
And then I didn't sleep one time for three days. I keep waking up at 2.30 in the morning, and all my dreams was like pages. Mm. It was like something oh, flipping wow. pages. Yeah. For like yeah. Three, and I would wake up, and my supervisor at the time, he was a pastor. Mm-hmm. I said, yo, I can't sleep. Mm-hmm. I need to go home early. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And so then I um, I was like, you know what? Hold on. I'm going to just finish this story. Mm-hmm. And it took me a few months, though. And yeah. I kept on going, kept on going. Finally got it done. I reached out to somebody who I thought who could help. He did my cover for me. Okay. Um, didn't really feel the vibe of the publishing. I don't know why. You know, when energy is everything, right? Mm-hmm. So then I contacted someone else who I know who had who wrote poetry okay. and got three publishing books. Mm-hmm. So I was like, hey, do you know any good? They're like, you know what? You should uh, promote or ask them to read your manuscript. Mm-hmm. So they said, okay, we're going to read it. If we approve it, we'll let you know in three to five days. Like, all right, cool, whatever. Mm-hmm. Three hours later, I get a phone call. Don't even know this number. I was like, I don't answer the numbers. I don't. Say. <laughs> I'm the same way. <laughs> right. Yeah. I really. get a voicemail. Please call me. This is uh, Life Chronicles Publishing. Da, da, da. I was like, all right. Hit her up. She's like, hey, we love it. And it's another black woman mm-hmm. publishing company. Yeah. And so mm. she was like, uh, we want to take it on. And I was like, okay. Yo, that's, that's, that's um. There's a lot of alignment that just with yeah. what you're saying, like the way things are occurring in a way they're occurring, you know, and mm-hmm. the people like I feel like the universe always sends us signs. Right. Mm-hmm. People people telling you things. We were just talking about it before yeah. the, uh, before the show. Yeah. how Sometimes people will mention or suggest things to you and you're kind of like you brush it off because mm-hmm. you don't think like you don't think they're intentional about what they're saying sometimes because they're just mm-hmm. saying it. Um, yeah. But there's a reason for it. Mm-hmm. That's dope. Yeah, that's crazy. So what's like, what was, because uh, I'm kind of curious too, like what's the role of like a publisher when you want to publish a book? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I know it's kind of self-explanatory. Like they're yeah. going to publish your book, but yeah. like, like, like what is their role pretty much? So know? she, she pretty much guide me. So there was an editor there and um, she accepted the manuscript. They have to read it first mm-hmm. to like, okay, we want to take it on or not. And, or if they have to do some add on to mm-hmm. it. Um, so then she connected me with the editor and then it was about like 45 days of just them working on it mm-hmm. and trying, and then there's a contract. Mm-hmm. Um, so she got, they have with Amazon mm-hmm. and then their own, um, company that you could buy it through too. Mm-hmm. And then Barnes and Nobles, they got their contract and they wanted my book on there. Mm-hmm. So now it's going to be on Barnes and Nobles. Okay. Hey. So they had, yeah, that's no crazy. Yeah. yeah. And I, so, yeah, yeah. And I, that, that's, I think that's, that's, that's good information too, because, mm-hmm. um, nowadays I think it's a lot easier than people may think it is. Mm-hmm. Right. And there's a lot more resources. So, um, yeah, definitely. I think I think that's important. I- I'm curious though because when writing something that's very personal, mm-hmm. right? Um, I feel like sometimes when you're telling your own personal unique story, um, like were you consciously also looking for ways to tell maybe other women's stories in the process, or was it just like let me just get my shit out there and mm-hmm. and that's it? Um, or I guess what, how do you see that? Yeah, I just wanted to get my voice out there mm-hmm. because. Um, the second one, it's um, more in depth with different people in it, mm, okay. but um, you know how to change names, yeah, yeah, yeah. and rearrange, yeah, certain yeah, people. So, yeah. 
But a lot of people who know me know me, already know who the people, so I got a lot of messages. I'm <laughs> um, talking about, oh, so you ain't, you don't want to say my name? You want to call me this? You're like, yo, thanks, thanks for reading it. Yeah, <laughs> that's, so all like, it that's all you got to say. That's all that matters. <laughs> so you read it, good. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah, so that's how I knew, like, you okay. know. There, so I was very cautious, though. Yeah. Because the certain people in there have their own certain stories yeah. with what happened. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I just like, eh, let me respect it. Yeah. But, you know, if second one comes out, it's it's all going to tie together. Yeah. And and, and also, That's like, kind of what I meant by that question, too, was also, mm-hmm. like, your story can be someone else's story. Yeah. That's what also, too, yeah. because I think, you know, you telling your story, you don't know, but you may be mm-hmm. telling someone else's story that probably couldn't do what you just did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Have you felt that or have you got feedback? Yeah. 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 In my woman's group, one of the ladies was like, mm. uh, I was, uh, I, I wish I could say what I could say mm. because she was scared, yeah. you know? And I mm. was like, yeah, I mean, it's a process. When you're ready, you're ready and you'll know, mm-hmm. you know, you'll feel it. Yeah. You know? Like, you know, it's your intuition. Yeah. No, definitely. Know? Yeah. Even under like, I feel like even under like, different circumstances like people that just want to tell their story no matter what it is it could be mm-hmm. completely different from your story but the fact that you put yours out there somebody might be like yep yeah kind of want to tell mine too you know yeah. Yeah, it's then, powerful man and um I, I mean there's power in stories i mean that our mm-hmm. platform is literally <laughs> built on that storytelling yeah. right yeah. but what i realized is you have to fully own them you have to own your story before mm-hmm. you can put it out there. And it felt like you, you know, reading a book, I, you know, I'm not going to give, give nothing away, but it just felt like you were um, very much in control of your narrative and, mm-hmm. and your story, which is, which is good to read and good to hear. Yeah. I felt m- more comfortable. Yeah. Cause I get, I used to get asked a lot or, you know, you know, when you're in the community, everybody knows everybody. It's kind of mm-hmm. like, Oh, Oh, you know, they whisper. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. You know, so now I'm just kind of like, I don't really care. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's on the news, newspaper. So yeah, no. Okay yeah. Definitely. No, and kind of got to get over it, you know? <laughs> yeah. And one of my biggest takeaways from the book, I would say, is um, we um, like we, we can't control who we're going to encounter in life. Like, mm-hmm. that's just, you know, you don't can't control. But you can control who you let in. Mm-hmm. And, I, and that was like one of the biggest reminders that I got from that book, for mm-hmm. sure. So, yeah, I definitely encourage people to go out there and read it. Definitely. It's a good yeah. read. Yeah, good. I'm glad. Yeah, That's yeah. why each title, each chapter had little yeah. quotes in it, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, to kind of remember yeah. certain things. Yeah. yeah. No, definitely. definitely. So um, what advice would you give somebody who wants to tell their story or write a book or publish their, mm-hmm. like, a book? Like, if they're like, hey, Tigus, where do I start? What do I do? Mm-hmm. What would you, like, tell them? I would say first, really ask yourself if you're ready. And if you already be prepared for the feelings that you're going to feel, mm-hmm. not after, but during mm-hmm. the yeah. process. And that's within anything, you know. Um, I would also say to make sure you really um, take your time mm-hmm. and don't don't beat yourself up. Mm. You know, I really had to um, apologize to myself. Mm. Like, damn, we did this. Year, so it's OK, girl. Mm-hmm. It's OK. Yeah. But, you know, I really um, that's what I would say. And that don't be scared. And mm-hmm. that's your story. You could say whatever you want to say. You mm-hmm. want to cuss? Cu- I wanted to cuss so bad. Mm-hmm. The editor told me, nah. <laughs> she's like, you can't say that. And I was like, yes, I can. It's my book. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and she was like, no. I was like, and she wanted me to take out, you know, that same for a white boy that I have. She yeah. was like, won't you say, nah, he a white boy. Yeah. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. <laughs> so for it's sure. like, make sure you say what you want to say. Yeah. 
And if they don't they don't like it, who cares? Go to the next. Yeah. And if they don't like it, go to the next. Yeah. Somebody gonna pick it up. No, I felt mm-hmm. that. I felt when I was reading it, I felt mm-hmm. that I was like speaking of white boy, I was like mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like cause it's like you, you wanna you wanna you don't wanna put limitations on your creativity mm-hmm. because sometimes it's like you can be creative being truthful and being honest is mm-hmm. a form of being creative sometimes. So like you don't even have to try to be creative. If you're just honest, you know, in a world that's full of fake shit, like yeah. mm-hmm. you're gonna come off as creative anyway. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know? So I, I agree yeah. with that. And be ready for like the the negative any negativity mm-hmm. coming. Backlash yeah, back coming. yeah, just yeah. be ready, you know. I mm-hmm. got right when it was saying I was coming out, I got hit up yeah. quick. Yeah. Yeah. Real quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm yeah. ready though. <laughs> Yeah, no, nah, definitely. I mean, you can't, you, you don't know how people are going to respond to your work, mm-hmm. you know, and I think all creatives can relate to that. You, sometimes it's not about them. It's about me getting this out and yep. putting it out and letting it live. So, yeah, yeah. that's good. And um, I know you touched on it and you were talking about like during the process, like the feelings that you'll feel when you're writing mm-hmm. a book, like were there times where you're just like, nah, maybe I shouldn't put this book out or, um, like, I don't know, like, at times of, like, doubt where you, like, had to kind of, like, mm-hmm. like, nah, it's cool, let me just do it. And, like, yeah. or, like, how did you, like, navigate through that? Yeah, um, definitely. Oh, my God, yeah. There's a lot I wanted to say, especially with family. Mm-hmm. But I was like, nah, nah, yeah. Let, me, yeah. let, me, let, me, let me eliminate this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's why I didn't mention none of their names. Yeah. You don't even know people might know them, but not everybody. Mm-hmm. So, um, and even certain things that... Um, happen with certain people and there were certain even characters I didn't put in Mm -hmm. that I erased but now I'm gonna put in Mm -hmm. like that I was terrified I was like oh man I don't know if I should talk about this one right here but I was like no but other like telling the story of how I felt Mm -hmm. what what happened that I was like I would not budge Mm. on that so everything from shooting every little yeah. detail yeah. that I was making sure, but I was hesitant to scare. So that's why I put little things in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How does it feel? Like, how does it feel to now being able to, so, like it's already done. It's out. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and now you're looking forward to the next one. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, for, for aspiring writers or those who are currently, cause I feel like a lot of people are really great writers. Um, but then it's also like, you know, the great artist who doesn't want to put their music out or, mm-hmm. you know, the great basketball player who's just playing over there but doesn't want to go play over here, right? Yeah. Like, um, do you have advice for people who may be in that, like, they know they got it. They know they got it and they know they can do it. Um, but there may be something that's keeping them from really executing or attempting. Like, do you have advice for that? Like, do you yeah. how to overcome you, that? You have to have uh, faith over fear, man. You mm. got you to... Gotta, Sometimes you're you're the biggest critic, mm-hmm. and then you're the person that will hold you back. Mm-hmm. Your friends won't hold you back. Yeah. Your family won't hold you back. It's you. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you might have to do a self-reflect mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. be like, hold on, why am I scared? Mm-hmm. Why I don't want to put out this music? Mm-hmm. Why I don't want to say this writing? Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, even putting out a vision board, mm-hmm. what you, what you want to see yourself in or what you want this book or... Um, whatever, right? Yeah. Music. I did like a little uh, like timeline, and I said, "Nope, I'm." G-. The title, first of all, changed like eight times because mm-hmm. I wanted something else. <laughs> so he was like, "Nah, bro." But you have to vision yourself. If you put yourself out there and you vision, and that's it, and you go do it, 
you'll be fine. Yep. Yeah. But if you holding yourself back, it's yeah. us really holding us back. Yeah, yeah. we got to get our own yeah. way. Yeah. Oh, my God. You got to get yeah. out your own head. You got to, you it's know, crazy. if you like to meditate, meditate. You like to go for a walk, go for a walk. But you got to go do it. I was terrified. Yeah. When I, I saw my face, I was scared. <laughs> yo, we're, like, we're all storytellers in our own right. We'll tell ourselves stories, just a bunch of lies and shit. And it's like, you need to, you need to stop doing that and mm-hmm. just yeah. cut all the bullshit out. Yeah. Or, or tell yourself one story and tell mm-hmm. it, and that's the truth, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, totally. Yeah. And make sure you tell your story your way. Yeah, definitely. Your friends can't do it, you know. Yeah. A lot of times you'll have, you know, I had a lot of people who was like, no, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be talking about it. Mm-hmm. It's going to bring you back. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, I'm going to talk about it because y'all talking about it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. talk about it. Yeah. yeah. So you got to also make sure your surroundings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you, yeah, like you said, envisioning, like manifesting, a lot mm-hmm. of, it's very popular words nowadays, like manifestation mm-hmm. and, and you know, and that type of thing. But I think, man, like it, it's, it's important to envision yourself. Yeah. Right. Totally. In a different space. Right. You might not be there yet, but you have to visually see it. You have to imagine it. You have to know that you can do this thing. Um, and it's not guaranteed. Nothing's guaranteed regardless. Mm-hmm. But, but the vision is guaranteed. Right. Yeah. The image is guaranteed. You can see it in your brain. Like you don't need nothing to do that, but mm-hmm. to think it. Yeah. Exactly. It. Yeah, totally. and, just, and just putting it down on paper. Cause I feel like, mm. Uh, yeah. Like when you keep it in your head, you kind of stress yourself out a little mm-hmm. bit, and then like when you forget something that you're supposed to remember, you kind of mm-hmm. stress out even more, mm-hmm. and then you're just like, man, you kind of feel like you're losing it a little yeah. bit. But when you put it on paper, you're like, man, I just got to follow these steps. Boom, mm-hmm. you know, it can happen. But you so. guys know it's a known fact, right? Mm-hmm. It's yeah, even yeah. biblical. Mm. Oh, I didn't know yeah, that. But you yeah, you write out what you want. I mean, I don't know the verse exactly, mm-hmm. y'all, but you can look it up. But <laughs> I, I <laughs> you write out. Yeah, if you write it out. He will literally make it happen. How we mm. put out in the universe, mm. you put on a piece of paper, or if you're praying or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It will come. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's our thing. That's I that's what it. I did. Power in the thoughts. You know? Yeah, that's real. That's real. That's real. Um, I did want to get into what we touched on. I touched on it earlier about the community wellness circles, mm-hmm. um, and being in positions of mentorship. Um, can you do you see yourself kind of going down that route, like more, um? I guess more permanently in some space, in some regards, like being able to be kind of that go-to for people or, or do you see yourself getting to that point of being confident enough to be that? Yeah. I finished um, my degree in public health. Okay. Congrats. So thank you. So mm-hmm. my biggest thing was to focus in our community, mm-hmm. African-American Africans, you know, especially the women and the men to guide them into not just like the whole better life thing, but to really like um, bring awareness of healthcare, mental health, mm-hmm. education, mm-hmm. and put us in like not just a category of just like we're like this or mm. we're only good at basketball, or whatever they say. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's like I do see myself in just to really help um, women too, you know, yeah. and um, building that self esteem. Yeah. You know, the women I sit with, a lot of them are um, very successful. Yeah. But they, you know, you would think that you see a strong, they'd be like, oh, I'm a queen, I'm a boss. Yeah. But deep down, they're the most saddest person you will yeah. meet. Yeah. yeah. You know, so it's kind of like switching it, you know, yeah. and then connecting yeah. everybody together. Mm. Yeah. That's my biggest thing. It's important, man. And I think that's, I think that's just needed, you know. Mm-hmm. There's nothing like human connection, you know, especially like intimate, safe spaces, as they like to say now. Mm-hmm. But it, it's true, you know. I think safe spaces are really just um, places where people can, it's an energy thing. I truly believe it's an energy yeah. thing. Like, you know, it's about the vibe and people can feel it out. Mm-hmm. Like we, we also have a workshop that we created 
called The World Is Yours, in which we've been doing monthly. And um, it's similar where mm-hmm. we have entrepreneurs and creatives and professionals mm-hmm. come into a room. They don't know each other. Um, and it's just talking about your journey and things mm-hmm. you're going through, things you need yeah. to overcome. And it's amazing when you get into a room where everybody's energy is like-minded. It doesn't matter what's there. Everybody's on the same page. Mm-hmm. It's amazing what comes out of those conversations. Yeah, no, it's a beautiful thing. And I, I don't really, um, unless you, like, look it up or you see me part of it, that's how you will know I'm in it. Mm-hmm. I don't really announce it yeah, yeah, for sure. as much because, sure. you know, I'm – I don't, I feel like if I'm going to do, you know, good or do the work, I don't need to say it out loud. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm going to show you and, you know, be a part of the community yeah. like that. Yeah. So. That's important. And I, I just, I just think people need, because it can be done amongst your own people mm-hmm. too, right? You don't mm-hmm. need to have an organization or a program to do it, mm-hmm. you know? So that's dumb, man. I love it. Yeah. I, I feel it. like, like being a counselor and stuff, um, it's very similar to being a therapist. I feel like it's all mm-hmm. the same category, like in a, in a way, like. It's, it's therapeutic, like, um, even you talking about the world is yours, mm-hmm. um, the wellness groups, everything, it's like, mm-hmm. all that stuff is therapeutic, and I'm kind of glad, like, I'm seeing it, um, like, in our community, a yeah. lot, yeah. it's starting to get bigger, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean, and, like, that's what we need, and it's just dope. It's um, different avenues, Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, some people just can't go directly to therapy, in their yeah. minds, they're like, I'm not ready for that, but I'll go pull up with some of my homies, and get some shit mm. off right you know it's yeah. considered taboo yeah yeah you know? yeah exactly yeah. So. so like i said man whatever take take the steps that you need baby steps if yeah. that may be and if, if it if it is going to a wellness circle to start off you know um sometimes that's all it takes mm-hmm. definitely mm-hmm. um man I'm, I'm excited um i'm excited for all that you got coming i, I do kind of want to ask this question uh, i feel like we asked all our guests this question but i'm curious what do you kind of foresee for the future like what, what do you what do you what is your outlook like are there things that you kind of you, you're just talking about manifesting but are there things mm-hmm. that you see where you're like yo i, I this is what i want to do and mm-hmm. i want to do this and i may do that like do you mm-hmm. have those type of things yeah i definitely want to have a series mm. like there a little mini series yeah you okay. know yeah. i could see uh, that yeah mm-hmm. i really want to have that because there's a lot of um people that needs that's a part of it and mm-hmm. that could go and even the outcome of what happened afterwards and who I am now is you know I want to thank mm-hmm. them too mm-hmm. um I kind of want to make a documentary come on that's my <laughs> next that's actually my next thing yeah volume two I want to do a documentary I can see that yeah, too. yeah that's my big big thing right now yeah. I have little script like little things pe- certain people I want to interview mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and I want to um that's pretty much it. That's my next thing right now. Yeah. Volume two. I want to have a little series, have a documentary, mm-hmm. and just make sure, like, you know, everybody, you know, um, got a platform to mm-hmm. speak mm-hmm. and bring awareness to mm-hmm. a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I say, you know, I'm a mom, yeah. too, so, yeah. you know, I got to do that. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. I, I was, that's crazy. I was going to ask you, like, yeah. how do you balance being a mom, being an yeah. author, being yeah. a counselor being all like how like how do you really yeah. balance that uh i don't i gonna be real <laughs> to be honest yeah. uh yeah. you know I, you know when my kid when my oldest you know she about to be 15 so she was like oh you wrote a book because we got a group chat you know my family's yeah. called weirdos don't ask me why the name that, that's what it is yeah. yeah so it's a group chat i'm like oh yeah and then you know my, my daughter's like so what's the book about you know and i was like yeah. ah you know, I can't yeah. really say much, you yeah. know. Yeah. So I try to like shelter her, mm. but I know eventually mm-hmm. it's yeah. gonna come out. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah. 
I, you know, I don't, I, I just do it. Yeah. I yeah. guess. But then, you know, you have the community. Like, I have good, like, good family, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And, you know, having a five-year-old running around is, it's cool, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, I think yeah. it's just, you just kind of wing it. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. but it is stressful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's why I set time for myself. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I think, I think that's, that's one thing I realize, um, is that, you know, dealing with stress sometimes is a matter of what you're not doing mm-hmm. as opposed to what you are doing. And like you said, you got to make time for even mm-hmm. the smallest things that bring you joy. And you might see how much the, how much stress you thought you had. It probably wasn't that much. Yeah. You know, no, I realized I that for myself. Yeah. yeah no, like, no, no, it's true. It's you, 100% yeah, true. But you do got to set boundaries and make time for those mm-hmm. things. Um, that's dope, man. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited for That's I'm excited for those projects to come and yeah, for um, sure. You know you guys support with us here. We appreciate you being here. Yeah, um, I'm so excited. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, this is dope, man. <laughs> um, now before we do get you out of here, I well we always ask our guests this question. Oh, before my bad. Oh yeah, I always do this. I always cut you off. No, you good. Go like ahead. That. But um, where can they find the book? Where can mm-hmm. they find you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Social media presence. Yeah, online. so Amazon mm-hmm. is the book. Mm-hmm. It'll be on there. It's on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I should hit Barnes and Nobles in a few months. Um, Instagram, you can find me. I do not have a Facebook. I haven't had one in a long time. I don't so even know. You don't need one. Yeah, so, yeah. I don't need one, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 it's all good. People be like, "What's your Facebook?" <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg like, don't have Facebook. Know. I don't even. I don't. <laughs> I don't so know. yeah, on Instagram, <laughs> you can find me. Yeah. Uh, I think my. I'll be forgetting my Instagram it's name, y'all, we'll, but it's, we'll yeah, you can put it, it, yeah. We'll have it. Well, it'll be yeah, in the bios you, and the descriptions. Right. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty much it. I mean, I'm a... And the title of the book is Love, Sex, and Sorrow, Sorrow. on mm-hmm. Amazon, right? On Amazon. Yep. Yep. Hell yeah. That's pretty much it, you know. Hell yeah. Just a homie. Yeah, we do. <laughs> plenty, plenty more to come. Now, uh, before we get you out here, we always ask this question. Um, so if you can, what is one word to describe what keeps you on the up and up and why? Damn, it's gone deep, y'all. <laughs> uh, what one word? Um, oh, peace. Mm. That's it. I take my peace over anything. Yeah. Don't give me nothing. Yeah. No. <laughs> but once I know I'm, I'm in my peace and I'm good here, I'm good here, and I'm good in the outside, I'm inside peace. I'm like, yep, cool. Mm. I can go get up. You know, I get up. Intentionally at 5 a.m. Mm. Mm-hmm. 5 a.m. club. My, yeah, to have my time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With my peace. Yes. I, I love do it. that, yeah. I don't start work till 8.30, y'all. Yeah. So, yeah. No, it's important. <laughs> it's important. I got to take notes. Cause yeah, no, nah, it's yeah. a mental thing, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I do yeah. 5 a.m. So, it. that's me. It's peace. Peace. It, yeah. I love What's it. Up? I love it. Hell yeah, man. Well, um, we'll take us, like I said, you guys support with us here at the Up and Up. Uh, we wish you much success Always. moving forward. Thank We're you. excited to see where this journey continues to go. And yeah, I think it's safe to say uh, Tickets Bayonet is officially a member of the Up and Up. Can we get yeah. a round of applause? Yo, what up? It's Rubino. And this is DJ Earn. We hope you enjoyed that episode and that now you have a better understanding of what it means to live life on the up and up. To continue supporting the podcast and the entire up and up movement, be sure to rate, review, like, and subscribe. As well as follow us at underscore the up and up on all social media platforms to stay connected with everything the up and up has coming your way. Thanks for listening. And until the next one, keep it on the up and up.